Why, hello there. This is Sister Service, and today I am being joined by Little Sister Service. Yay! My daughter has been listening to some of the things that we've been talking about, and she always hears me doing podcasts, and so she wanted to be a part of it. And what I think we do on accident sometimes as adults is we discount um, their involvement, our young ones, in the adult things that we do. And so at least in the service house, we like to um, involve our kids in all of the things we do. Sometimes we'll take them to work with us. Obviously, that those are the things that not everyone can do. But we try to involve them and not leave them out in some of those adult things that we do or talk about so that they can one day become an adult, right? And learn of all of those things. So as we have these regular interviews... Um, I thought this would be fun time for us to do a recording so other people can see what we do when we have our interviews. And since when you bond with your kids, you should bond with your kids when they're like at their young age. So when they're in their teenage years, the things that you did with them at their young age, you can remind them of that and you it can bring them closer to you. Oh my goodness, I love that. Now, I just want you to know that I did not script that. And so, dang, girl, good job. (laughs) How old are you, little sister service? Uh, I am nine and a half. And that is the wisdom of nine and a half right there. Everything she just said was absolutely true. And if we want to have good relationships when we're a teenager, we do it now, right? We start early, and so having regular interviews is important, and I think um, if you can even do it once a month, that would be amazing. Once a week is awesome. Um, So let's just talk to people and tell them what it's like. So, Little Sister Service, why don't you tell us, tell everybody what it's like to have these talks, because see, not everybody does this in their family, and it might be fun for them to learn how we do it. Okay, so how we do it is whenever my mom has to talk with me, uh, we go, we have to, like, talk about, uh, like, why we have to have the talk, and so... Sometimes we have a talk because something happened. Sometimes we have a talk just because we need to talk about something. But mostly it's like probably like something at school or something. So, little sister service, how do the talks go? Like how does it um how does it get started? And then how does it go? So when we have talks, uh, when something happens or, yeah, uh, when, when we go to talk, uh, she, she helped my sister service. You can say your mom. (laughs) (laughs) So, my mom 
will ask me some questions, or I like. Then I tell her the answers. Then I tell her some things about what, like what we're talking about, and she listens. She doesn't talk over me. I when she's talking, whenever I need to talk, I I try to. Wait until she's done talking. Sometimes I think she's done talking, but she's not. So I sort of talk over her. So, but it's okay. I'm still working on it. So then, like, what do we talk about after that? We talk about like how to improve something or how to fix something. Or how, like, we could make it up to someone. Okay, so like, if there was something bad, and how we can make it better. And one of the things I've always tried to talk to you about, and let's see if you can remember, is who is supposed to take responsibility for the actions that we make. Well, it's not like anyone controls you, so it's mostly your, well, the kids' own per thing. Or, like, the parents' own thing, so... So, what you're trying to say is, like, whoever is doing something, they can't really blame other people for what they're doing. Is that what you mean? Yes. We've tried to work on this a lot. In fact, I feel like most kids need to understand that blaming really is awful, um, it's one of the things that's actually really beautiful about Taoism because the, you know, they'll talk a lot about how you are, are responsible for you and for all that surrounds you. Um, and in our religion, we do the same thing as we talk about Christ and he wants us to improve ourselves. And the way we do that is by focusing on ourselves and not on other people's problems. That way we're able to be in the world, but not of the world, as we strive to do what's right and make better choices. What we want to do is we want to follow the path of Christ and take responsibility for our actions, right? Yep. One of the other things we have to take responsibility is for our feelings, right? Yep. Sometimes my feelings get out of control because I'm getting... To the age of like when I, when I start going through puberty and stuff. So hormones play a big part in some of our actions and our feelings, right? Yep. Yes, and that's something that's very important to talk to our kids about very plainly. As you can see, she had no reservations talking about it because really. We don't need that in this life. Uh, children should be able to speak with us very plainly and not feel um, any weirdness about those type of things. So what's one thing that you have learned about dealing with negative feelings? Uh, well, just try to shut the negative ones out and bring the positive ones in. Okay, how that's that is a really great thing to say, but how do we do it? Because that's what's hard. That's what's so hard, isn't it? Just like when sometimes you're having negative feelings, like you're really like, mad or really angry or really sad. Maybe just like ask someone like if that ever happens to like remind them to bring in the positive thoughts 
and let the negative ones flow out. I like that. Sometimes it's really hard to do that when you have really powerful emotions that are inspired by our hormones. So like when our hormones are really raging, sometimes it's very difficult to talk us down from those big feelings. And so sometimes it's really good to take a break, huh? Mm -hmm. And just walk away, give yourself a breather from whatever situation is bothering you. What do you think? Have we ever talked about that one? Uh, take a break. Um... I know we've talked about it, so yes. Taking a break is important, huh? Uh-huh. And also, what about changing the way we think about somebody? Instead of thinking that they're little turkeys, maybe we could think of something nicer. So when you have a problem with your brother, um, it, what are some maybe nice thoughts that sometimes that help you to like him again? Uh... Just, like, think of times. I try to think of times, like, when, like, we we were, like, nice to each other. I like that. You know, um, everything that I've been learning over the past, you know, 20 years of parenting, I've found that there is a way to help our children and help inspire them to not quarrel and fight and have these big, big angry feelings towards each other because it's just so wrong. It's hurtful and it lasts forever. It lasts into adulthood. And so if there's anything I can do right now to help these kids to love each other, then that's what I'm going to do. So we often talk about, um, my mother, my mother, her parents died in a fire, um, saving her and her siblings. Both parents died. And we often talk about how life is fragile and how important life is. We talk about grandma and grandpa all right all the time. And, and almost in a way like to help us remember that things can change in an instant. For my mother, all of her siblings were split up. Each one went to a different family, and they didn't get to see each other very often. When you think of that story that I always tell you, what do you think about? Uh, I sometimes think about, like, what if it happened to me? How could I, like, have a pot stay positive? Mm -hmm. And think about how my parents sacrificed us. Sacrificed I mean, for you guys? Sacrificed <laughs> for, you. for us. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. And I, I think that in some ways it reminds me to be a good mom and to help you guys to understand how important each of you are because I might not be around forever, right? True. So I want to leave you with happy memories and I want to leave you guys with friendships that are tight and eternal and kind. And so whenever there is conflict, it's usually, whoa, 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 hold the phone, pull the car over, stop everything. It's time for a big talk, right? Okay. Every time. And, you know, some days as a parent, that's hard. 
Some days I fail big time, right? We've all seen when mommy has had a sad, angry day and ain't nobody happy if mama ain't happy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then there are so many nice moments where I can find a moment of being level-headed and then we have these great talks. So it's possible you can be a flawed human being and still be there for your kids. And, you know, even if you don't have kids, you in some way are going to be with kids at some point, either at church or at your family's houses or wherever. When you can inspire children to love, you are doing the world a giant service. So, um, well, if anything... Um, I would go ahead further from here and just listen to everything you have to tell me about you. I would ask you about your friends, about all the things that have gone on at school, but I don't want you to divulge that information out to the whole world. Right? So maybe you can just tell them, um, what, what you feel the best point of these talks is. Um, best point is like so okay so you should bond with your kids and get them to have a good relationship with their brothers and sisters so when they're in their teenage and adult years like they they can remember like when their brothers or sisters uh, help them in the past so they can trust them in their adulthood now to help them with things that, like, they need help with. Gotcha. Okay, and the point of me talking with you is so that I can help you inspire those feelings or I can help you to connect with your siblings a little bit better. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. I, I like that. That's a thought I hadn't thought about, really. I didn't think about that deeply enough. I think you're onto something. So, one of the last things I want to say before we close, and that is you should never take anything that we've said here today as a tool in which to uh, beat yourself up over. If your kids are grown and raised and you're listening to this and saying, oh, I wish I'd have done better. Um, I feel your pain. You have to realize that I'm only where I'm at right now because I have, my oldest is 20. I've had 20 years of experience. And I feel like my parenting has evolved over time to become better and to have better tools. And so I would definitely caution you about taking out that whip and whipping yourself, um, especially once your kids are already grown. Um, the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about growth and it's about when you know better, you do better. And we don't judge ourselves too harshly over things that we didn't know. Um, also if your kids are young, don't kill yourself you you could spend a thousand years trying to have a talk with a three-year-old and it's just not going to go well when that three-year-old is tired and needs a nap. Um, you have to realize that my kids being the youngest nine and a half, 
the oldest 20, our conversations are going to be different and in many ways easier, um, but in some ways harder too. We deal with bigger and heavier issues as we grow. So um, just try to enjoy the little years when they're young and there's fits and they act inappropriate when you didn't want them to in public. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up for those moments. We're all trying. We're all learning. And trust the process that Christ and Heavenly Father have set up for us. Trust that you have the skills that these children need and that it will be okay. They're going to be okay. Have some faith. Have some hope. So hopefully some of the things that we've talked about will help. I know in our house, um, obviously with the last name service, we try so hard to get our children to serve each other. And I'm always trying not to do things for other people that they could do for each other. Um, just in any possible way. So, um, if somebody wants something at the store, I'm going to ask a sibling to drive them instead of me. I try every possible way to get them to serve each other. And that's because I know I won't be around forever. In fact, obviously I've had so many medical health issues over the past few years. I'm actually lucky to still be around. And so, um, I want them to be able to have relationships that will outlast me. And so I hope that that is um, some of the reasons that you can find to um, maybe have this change come into your family where you start to have these monthly talks. Monthly talks about how we love our siblings and just getting to know our children. And I wish I could have posted a little bit or I wish I could have, you know, um, spoke a little more about how we bring that about um, as we just talk about our lives. But that would just you know, divulge too much personal information about my daughter and that's not appropriate, but just talk, talk to listen, listen to the words that your children have to say, even if it's, and then so-and-so stole my crayon at school. That's a story that's important to them. So it ought to be important to us. And I hope that helps. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>